Is this I like birds? Or I like words? I guess we'll never know. Hey, let's go. Oh, I like this one. Welcome to I Like Words. My name is Zach Rippy. The Lord put this idea on my heart a little over a year ago. But it wasn't until recently when he said go. Now I've been sent to help you become your own boss. And turn your passions into paychecks. Let's start the show. Hey, welcome back everybody to I Like Words. I hope you've been enjoying the first five episodes. Uh, we've had a lot of fun making them. It's been a very creative experience as well as just really being honoring to God while talking about faith and business and just helping people grow their business as well as grow spiritually is always the mission when it comes to this platform and this show and this opportunity to come speak with you today. So thank you for having me, man. My name is Zach Rippey. If you didn't know, I am a full-time freelancer as well as a minister. I have a podcast called I Like Birds, which has really just taken off over the last three years, which gave me the green light to, hey, let's start another podcast called I Like Words and just talk about something that uh, I've been passionate about, that I am passionate about, that uh, has evolved and changed into just something that I never even imagined until I realized that uh, God was the CEO and I wasn't the CEO, which means that even though sometimes we say on here, which we do say on here a lot, is become your own boss and turn your passions into paychecks, that doesn't always mean that uh, being a boss means you're going to be well off. You know, sometimes you're a boss during slow seasons. But you're still a boss, though, you know, and that's the cool thing about it. You still write your own schedule. You still make sure that you're uh, getting the family time in as well as working hard and strategizing and uh, doing things that even in the slow season still makes you a boss. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm excited about it. We're going to talk about how do I handle the slow seasons as a freelance writer as a minister, as somebody that realizes that the economy is pretty trash right now. And I also realize holidays are here and people are really tapped out when it comes to uh, extra money laying around to order scripts and speeches. And they're not really focused on work like I'm focused on work. So what do I do in the slow season, man? I love the slow season. Yeah, money might be drying up. All right. Yeah, but I, I that's when I prepare. You know, I prepare. I'm in the gym. I'm in the cave. I'm getting ready for the next busy season. I have a whole new window of time in my week to spruce up my business. I don't have to spend that time writing 80 orders for the month and making five figures. I can re-strategize. I have time to think and marinate on what direction I want to take it next. Do I want to start doing more speeches, professional, motivational, TED Talks, inspirational, eulogies, weddings, or do I want to start doing more scripts, podcasts, YouTube, ads, uh, show notes, uh, email marketing, uh, real estate listing descriptions. There's two different paths. You know, which one do I do more of? Which one do I want to actually keep going down the path of freelance writing? Do I want to open up more doors for uh, my ministry? Like what, what, where am I going next? It's kind of where I use the slow season. I marinate that on it. I pray, I get in the word, I journal, I talk with friends, I go on walks. I think about all these things of like, where are we going next? 
during the slow season. And it helps you give you, gives you some clarity because obviously when you're busy in your book, you think everything's good, but that might make you fall off in some other areas of life like family, like health, like fitness, like well-being, like um like growth. There's so many other things that happen in the slow season. Don't think that every season needs to be busy. Oh, I'm so booked this this month. I got all these orders and all these reviews and all these great things are happening like yeah, you also need a season of of harvest. And you also need the season of sowing. Can I get an amen? That was pretty much all off the cuff right there. (laughs) See, I mean, I can build out new ideas and I can create new content that will lead to more leads. And in the past, I've created some of my highest grossing gigs during this time, to be real, such as the graduation speeches that I mentioned and the eulogies, because I actually had time to sit there and be like, yo, let me add something else to my arsenal. Let me uh, go ahead and create a new gig for this on Fiverr. And because the wedding season really came to a sudden stop in the November and December of last year. And that's when I realized, like, yo, I got to I got to do something else. You know, I can't just be so niche specific that when there's not busy, beautiful weddings happening, what are you going to do? You're just going to not write for people. You ain't going to make money. You ain't going to have income. Like, what are you going to do? So uh, it was a big change and big decision that I needed to make to keep evolving my writing business. So. Uh, graduation speeches came first and that's when the Harvard graduation speech came, which, uh, opened up more doors for like St. Olaf. I even got an opportunity to write a commencement speech for a congressman in Georgia, which was crazy because it was like, he was the first, the youngest one to ever give a commencement speech at his college. I think it was uh, Haram university. Um, so powerful stuff, man, powerful stuff. And that would have never happened if the slow season didn't come after wedding season, right? So make sure that when slow season comes for you and your business, you're uh, stacking up ideas, you're making moves, all right? Don't don't be over here on the couch, all right? You know, enjoy your football on Sunday, but that's about it. You know, get after it Monday through Saturday, all right? Make sure you Sabbath too, all right? So if Sabbath's your Sunday, you know, if it's your Saturday, whatever the case may be, make sure you Sabbath. And I also utilize this time to revamp my graph, my graphics, you know, making sure that all my images are good on my social media uh, and on my, you know, Fiverr profile specifically. I make sure my website copies uh, being updated and I update my portfolio on my website and my um, Fiverr profile. So and I also this is what I mainly do. I'm going to be really real with you. I work on my personal projects a lot more that I've been putting off, which is so much better because it gives me like fills me up. It makes me feel more purposeful. And yeah, I may not be able to always, you know, um, I'm able to pay my bills. But, you know, there ain't there. There's sometimes there's months where it's skinny, you know, and you have to like cut back on stuff and you have to like, you know, move money around to be able to pay your bills, you know, and that's kind of what it is, you know, but during that time, I get to focus on the personal projects which I feel like ends up being more uh, fulfilling in this world. And you actually become a boss because you're able to do the things that you love and those things uh, that you're doing and your personal projects end up becoming the passions that you can turn into paychecks once the skills with that thing come. So keep going on those personal projects because they may very well turn into part of your business. So, for instance, I record way more episodes way more videos uh, when I am not writing for Fiverr clients. And that passion has somewhat led to paychecks. I've got hired to do some ads recently for a jewelry company. Uh, My wife and I, we've been filming some stuff, which has been really cool. Uh, We also got to work on a script for a uh, online dating company where I got to hire out one of my friends, Anthony Fink, to be a comic. And we wrote the script together and we filmed it. We submitted it like these things open up. These doors open up the more that you're able to uh, open up your 
your arms for more opportunities because of the passions that you've been pouring into uh, things while it's been slow. So I treat the slow season like a growth season. I try new things to keep my digital real estate fresh and growing. I focus on my other streams of income and I give my family more of my time. And this is big, the family aspect of it. My family experiences me being gone four to five days a week when it's busy season as I do most of my work at a coffee shop because it's easier to focus there. But when it's slower, I take off Fridays. I spend a day or two extra with them if I can. Or I come home a little bit earlier and I try my best to unplug because I realize like I'm not going to be getting messages as much because it's slower. I can like put my phone on the charger and chill. And this is an even bigger one. I also reconnect and I realign with God during the slow seasons. This is huge because God is... A God that wants to be connected with slowly. He doesn't want you all fast and, and over over distracted. Like he's a God of the slow. I've in my own personal experience, obviously he's omnipresent, he's everywhere, but at the same time, he can I connect best with him when I slow it down. And I'm sure you do too. And in my early days, my flesh would get weak, right? And my faith would stumble in the slow season, right? And that's the hardest part, especially because you have imposter syndrome. You're like, wait. Uh, is this not what I'm supposed to be doing full time? Is this not what I'm I'm able to provide for my family with? Is this not something that I'm actually good at? Or is, is it because of me? Is it because of the economy? Like, what is it? And so my flesh would stumble when it comes to the faith aspect of like, this is what God has led me to do. And this is what he's equipped me to do. Like, I have to trust him in it. This is where I am. And this is where he has me. Now, after being through this slow season a time or two, I'm on year three and a half now. So I see it as an opportunity to spend more time in the word of God. And while I'm there, I pray and I ask God what he's trying to teach me in this slow season. It allows me to realign my heart posture to know who my provider is. And it frees me from the greed mentality that we can all find ourselves in when we're working hard and we're getting compensated for it. And I do this by taking more walks getting outside more and reconnecting with friends via phone call or even just connecting with them in person. I do my best to spend less money during this time and eat more meals at home. I also reach out to previous clients and I offer them a 10% off discount for the month. And it usually turns into a gig or two uh, during the lean times, which is always helpful. You know, when it's skinny, you're like, hey, money is money. I will take less money for the for the time being, you know, so God always provides for our needs. So I don't stress the slow seasons as much as I used to. And um, this economy, though, like we understand that a slow season can feel like a slow burning nightmare. All right. That's what is called Bidenomics, <laughs> in case you were wondering. <laughs> Vote accordingly in 2024. Um, I mean, if there are options for that, if we're even allowed to vote, if our vote even counts. If they don't throw us in jail for voting the opposite way. <laughs> Communism. So this is why having a six-month nest egg and saving up is essential, all right? The slow season is real. It's, it's something that uh, is going to happen in this journey. And if it hasn't happened, you are blessed because there are lean times when you own your own business. There are very lean times when you own your own business, okay? It's not all rainbows and butterflies like the internet tells you it is. Entrepreneurship is hard. Less than 6% of all entrepreneurs make it. All right. And less than 1% of them are actually millionaires. All right. So it's not easy road. Not everybody can do it. And it's not for everybody. And that's the thing. It's you got to you got to be really sharp mentally, honestly, physically, which I got to get better at. And you got to be sharp emotionally, which I also got to get better at. I think I'm pretty good mentally. But, you know, even that, you know, we can all improve. We can all sharpen that muscle. We can all make sure that we're actually living out the 
what it takes to be an entrepreneur because it is not it's not for the birds all right <laughs> unless you're you know one of our birds one of our birds if you if you know you know if you know you know all right i shouldn't have to say it anymore you know what the other podcast is by now if you don't check it out i'll probably put the link in the description of this video for you because that's my baby that's the baby god gave me three years ago and it's a little toddler now running around the house growing making waves making noise so yeah worrying about how you're going to pay your bills is a stress that i don't wish on any man so i definitely encourage a six month nest egg so if you're in the process right now of having a side gig or wanting to start a side gig please just don't go full-time freelancer like way too soon. I did it as a leap of faith because I also honestly was on unemployment checks. So once I realized I can be on unemployment <laughs> while being on the road, that's when I was like, okay, uh, I'll go ahead and do that. That was back in 2020 though when they let anybody and everybody on there. So obviously the stimmy checks were hitting different back then. I was making a few hundred dollars a month when I first started, when I first quit my job. And then I started making thousands from there and I was no longer on unemployment. And that's when I really like kicked it up in overdrive, all right? But if you're going to start out as trying to be a full-time freelancer, please just build up a nest egg for six months of savings and bills first before you take that full leap and you quit your job, okay? That's very important. Uh, try to keep your job as long as possible until you're understanding that your freelancing is is outweighing the um you want to be like your the time to money ratio you know uh grind hard you know start this thing up if you're uh new to the freelance market world binge watch the youtube videos and like i'm said i don't wish any man to be stressing the bills um you know especially if they're a provider of the family and they have to put food on the table for their kids and wives so be smart all right being smart about this both in the slow season and in the successful seasons make sure you're diligent all right in the slow ones too making sure you're you're just moving in a way of understanding that it ain't always going to be the months where you hit 80,000 or 8,000 orders and you make five figures all right it's not always going to be that way and that was a con- that was a, a mistake that i had because i mentally prepared for my year to be really busy around this season and it didn't happen and i was very discouraged for a few weeks about that and i had to realize that god was using this time for something else that he was doing that's going to pay off in the future but initially like the the money side of it was not good we we didn't prepare for it accordingly and uh we felt the burn of that and the stress of that and i don't wish that upon any man so use that additional time in the slow seasons to set the foundation for what's to come when things pick up again. That's pretty much the gist of this episode. It's very simple and concrete to understand. I believe that you'll be able to uh, figure out your own way of doing this, uh, whatever space that you're in. Uh, and don't like reminisce about the past times like and, and, and wish it was like that because it's not like that. But how do you make moves to get back there and even better? How do you make that same amount of money that you made instead of doing 80 orders a month, you're able to do 50 orders a month or you're able to do 40 or 30 or 20, but you're still making that same amount of income from your different streams or your different ideas or the price increase that you had from the last year, like get better clients, whatever the case may be, just making sure you're laying down that foundation, like that digital real estate is kind of what I call it in the freelancing space because it's like the more you have out there, the more opportunities opportunities come your way like for instance that um doing the jewelry advertising and the videos and stuff for that company like that would not have come if i wasn't doing the groundwork of laying that foundation during the slow season so so many of the opportunities are going to come your way if you utilize and you capitalize on the slow season hey let's go i hope you love the episode and as we wrap this up 
I encourage you not to be discouraged during the drought. It shall rain crispy hundreds again and your bookings will come when it's time to. Nothing lasts forever. Use that time to invest in yourself and your business with new skills, new content, and new knowledge. I'm here to help you become your own boss and turn your passions into paychecks. I hope you love the episode, and if so, please subscribe. And do me a huge favor and share the show with the people that you talk about business most with. By faith, God is going to do something special with this platform, and I can't thank you enough for supporting me. I'm your host, Zach Rippey, and this is I Like Words.